What's up, family? Welcome to Speak. Y'all already know what it is. It is time for kickoff. I'm Emmanuel Lacho, but the news of the day, superstar quarterback Joe Burrow, he is back at practice for the first time in over a month. You see him there on a practice field. I know Bengals fans can't wait for this, but should he step onto the game field without a new contract? Bucky, put the pen down, put the football up. So oh, uh, see, DB. Oh, yeah. DB like oh, I, I wanted you to throw it DB to him, like I, I wanted to see the DB try to catch it. Your antennas <laughs> wasn't even up, Bucky. You weren't even ready, Bob. I'm over here. Hey, I'm over here trying hey, to get ready. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm you ready sitting in cover me. three, no receiver to your side. You, <laughs> you we over here. I got enough no tight inch on my side. Oh, okay, enough football. We haven't even started the show yet. We're doing introductions. Far end, Super Bowl champ, James Jones. James, how you What's feeling? Going down? I feel good, man. You, you feel yeah. good. You look good. Joy Taylor, bright as ever. Yeah, you know. I see the swag. I see it. Today. I see it. A little something, something. And to my right is NFL insider Bucky. Oh, yeah, we don't have a handshake. We're going to leave it there. We're going to leave it there. All right, family, y'all are here. Could be watching any show you're watching, ours. We don't take it for granted. Let's get it started with first and ten. The news of the day. The news for the Browns of the year. Joe Burrow is back at practice. If you remember, he suffered a calf injury last month. Now, many people were fearing it may have been an Achilles. Thankfully, it was not. He's back on the practice field, but he's still waiting to secure a potentially record-breaking NFL extension from the Bengals. Week one is finally approaching, and James Jones, it is quickly, quickly approaching. But should Joe Burrow actually play if he doesn't have that long-term deal signed? Absolutely, and the reason why I say it, if it was was any other player than Joe Joe B, I would say no. But he came in as a first-round pick, and took this organization from the bottom to the top. So even if he steps on this field, and let's knock on wood like Chady say, has a Dak Prescott or something, right? He's still going to be the highest paid quarterback in football. He's done that much. He's shown that much. And even just from the Bengals standpoint, right? We know that this deal should have been done. However you got to make money, you got to make money. But at the end of the day, since the offseason started, all we've been hearing out that camp is the time is now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's our time to go, right? And you heard the coaches, you heard the players, like they all in for this thing, you know, and, 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 Joe, and Joe Burrow knows that. And Joe Burrow knows he's going to get paid. So for me, it doesn't matter if he gets injured. He's still going to be the highest paid quarterback in football. And they are trying to win. They're trying to get back to that Super Bowl. So I don't have no problem with it. Don't do it. Mm. Don't do it, Joe. Uh. Stay away from the light. Come back. <laughs> don't do it. Personally, I wouldn't do it. No. No, I don't like handshake deals. That's not for me. It needs to be on the paper. Just mm. right there. See, this one. <laughs> so right and then the lawyer, the witness sign right there. And then now we're good. Now so we, I can do whatever so, I want. So we know if I, if, if I show and Fox know, uh, you hold now. We know. And then I'm right there. And then the sign right there. And then the email went through, so I got the copy you know, and the email. Good, we good. And then we're good. That's uh, not, not how it works. Yeah. Like, we can say, okay, if he has a Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott was coming back. There's injuries that we don't speak of. I won't mention their names. They played a quarterback position that ended their careers. You, we know it. We don't mm. have to go over who yeah. happened. It happened very famous moments, you know. Same organization, then it happened again. Yeah. No, there are things that can happen on the football field that will end your career. He has not been paid yet. Of course he's going to get paid. But my question would be, why hasn't he been paid yet? That's a Bucky Books question. But Bucky? Why well, he hasn't been paid because you want to be the last one at the table. Because no. No, no, no. Here's what we know. He is the last one at the table. For quarterbacks, the price tag never goes down. 
It, it does, only goes as long up. as you can play. Well, he can play, and he's he going to be playing. Play no, we right can't now. be out here There's... worrying about fear. We can't no, be no, no, <laughs> worried no. about fear. Point, at this point, I'm operating from a place of fear. Now, he is going to play. If he's healthy, he's going to play, because that's the type of player that he is. My advice, my opinion is, until I have the, the signatures and the, you know, can you do an e-sign, whatever, do it in Doc Hub, however you need to do it, sign it, give me the money, let me see it hit the account, and then we can worry about that. This is a violent sport. Things can happen that can take all that money off the table. We don't want to speak of it. We don't want to imagine it. But it all sounds good and fine until it actually happens. There's a reason why guys hold out. I'm not saying he's going to do it. He probably won't. And it'll all work out great. But we can't predict the future. I mean, look, it's easy. If I'm Joe Burr, I'm not worried about it. I was the number one overall pick. And we know anytime number one overall picks plays well, they get big paid. And so Joe, Justin Herbert just got paid. Mm -hmm. So he already knows this is going to be massive whenever they come to get me. So I don't need to worry about that. The Bengals got to get their coins right because the piggy bank, I don't know how big the piggy bank is in Cincinnati. They got to get a bigger piggy bank for what it's going to do because they got to put that money in escrow and have it. So they're out there selling programs Mm -hmm. and trying to get new signing deals and all that, they have to pay Joe Burrow significant money. He knows that. I think he's working with them. But more importantly, his teammates know that he has to be there. He doesn't want to let his Bucky, break something down for me because there was a conversation had last year that really illuminated my mind. I think it would benefit the viewer at home. When you say they got to have the money in escrow, an ownership team, a group, they can't pay a player guaranteed money if the money is not actually there, if the owner does not actually have the money. Can you educate me and the viewer for a moment? So what happens is when, when you see the guaranteed money or the signing bonus, you have to have that in an account. It's just like buying a house. When you put the money in escrow, it has to sit up in there. So you make these big promises about, oh, we're going to pay you $160 million. Yeah, cool. We're going to put that in the bank to make sure that he gets all of his money. And so the thing is, you see the different levels of ownerships in terms of their wealth. So when everyone was mad at Jimmy Haslam because he paid Deshaun Watson that guaranteed money, because he could write the check and be like, oh, that's cool. Put all that away. I, I don't need that. All teams don't have all that. All billionaires so aren't made the same. They're not made the same. So for the Cincinnati Bengals, the team is the family business. Mm-hmm. So everything that they generate, their wealth is off the team. And so it's different and harder and more complex for them to pay Joe Burrow. Well said, well put. It's interesting. I do think... Joe Burrow should step back onto the field. Now, I I agree with Joy. We've seen guys hold out. But the operative thing is quarterbacks are different in my mind than any other position. Nick Bosa, hey, do your thing. Get your bread. Hold out for the 49ers. Chris Jones, you won a couple Super Bowls with the Chiefs. Do your thing. Get your bread. But what's so unique about quarterbacks is from peewee to middle school, even lunchtime quarterback, which so many of y'all even watching this show have been, you have to be selfless. As a quarterback, you have been trained selfless. Team before me. When you win, oh, it was everybody else's fault. Oh, shout out. Bucky did a great job. Joy did a great job. James did a great job. But when you lose, it was my fault. It was all on me. So Joe Burrow, I don't believe, has the luxury of being selfish in this moment because there are certain things that money cannot buy. And chances at a Super Bowl is that thing. Mm -hmm. Joe Burrow, you can go buy a ring online, but it's not the same. The Cincinnati Bengals started slow last year, lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers, then I believe they lost to the Dallas Cowboys Cooper Rush led. That is why they didn't have home field. Mm -hmm. I believe home field probably would have played a difference when they had to go to Arrowhead, ultimately losing to the Kansas City Chiefs, who they had beaten the year before en route to the Super Bowl. So I don't know that Joe Burrow has the luxury of sitting out. But but for me, uh, and that's a really good point for me, the D tackles. If Chris Jones shows up to training camp and plays in a game without a contract and tears his ACL, 
he's not getting paid. That's a good point. If Bosa comes in and tears an ACL, he's not getting paid. It's going to be, hey, maybe a franchise tag or something like But the long-term deal is not coming. What Joe Burrow has done since he's came into the National Football League, if he has that, if he tears another ACL or whatever, he's still getting the bag. What if he doesn't tear an ACL? What if he Alex Smiths it? Then that's what that's the that's the price you that's the price, price you, you take. But what I think do you the, mean it's the price you pay? <laughs> what I, are y'all I, talking about? I think what do you mean it's the price you pay? I'm, if, he, if he if he has an Alex Smith injury, he's not getting paid the same as if he tears his ACL. Of course, if no he doubt. tears his Achilles. I think, but Bucky I'm was. Talking about, I'm talking about risk reward here. This is a violent sport. Yeah. Alex Smith is not the first player that we've seen have no that doubt, injury. No doubt. Who did it first? Oh, Lawrence Taylor. Joe Theismann. This is a possibility. I'm not like throwing out some conspiracy theories here. I guess, but how, it's, how easy does that happen? It's kind of like Bucky's point is like Joe Burrow can't step on the field. No, no athlete no at any point in time this. can step on the oh. field thinking that could happen. And you bring up a phenomenal point of risk reward. If you think about Theismann or Alex yeah. Smith or um, even our linebacker Shazier out of for the Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers, you're talking about one, two, three, call it 10, call it 20 players. Yeah. There are thousands of them. So when you think about the risk-reward, I think Joe Burrow's probably calculating what are the chances. Because Joe Burrow has had a very bad injury. MCL, LCL, his rookie year, came back the next year, went to the Super Bowl. So while that is a possibility, I think when you calculate as Joe Burrow or even the Bengals' ownership, it's like he can't think of that. No, no, he can't think of that. His people. After his he's people. been paid, yeah. once, once the check has hit, we don't worry about those but, things. But, but We're for, out here. But for me, too, what we got to understand is this was the first overall pick. So it's not like he got Brock Purdy signing back. Uh, we were talking so, about the difference between no, I know getting that, almost $300 million. No, no question. And, I know and that. And never getting another NFL contract. But don't I understand you, that, you but say... what I'm saying is, is Joe Burrow's not worried about money. So it's kind of easier yeah. to go yeah. do something if you're not worried about the brand. That's if you already point. got $50, 100000000 million in the bank, whatever you got from being a first-rounder, endorsements and all that, like... Yes, you're going to get that, but I can take the field, and if I do get hurt, I still got 50 million. Or I'm not talking it's not about a, just getting hurt. And, and, and I understand what you are saying because there's a risk, so oh, that's no. not one for him. So what you would like to think is happening? We all have representatives. 100. Someone got on the phone and say, "Look, so if my guy, you know, I don't know, he may come, but if he comes and it goes awry, he at least got to get with Justin Herbert back. Of course, yeah. if not, of course, I don't but know if he's going to show up on Sunday. That's still a handshake deal. I mean, yeah, the, 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 the real dilemma, though, is Joe Burrow just can't afford to miss time. The Bengals can't afford for him to miss uh, time. Joe Burrow, like has... Joe Burrow can't afford to miss time. He can't afford to miss the time that he would miss if there's a catastrophic injury and he doesn't get but, paid. But see, I would say, like, not that it's hyperbole, but I would say that, like, when you think about an Alex Smith or a Theismann or something, I really think about Dak Prescott's injury was high-key as bad Ooh, yeah. as you usually see. Right, Alex Smith happened maybe eight years ago. Somebody would have to correct me off camera. But Dak Prescott, I think the, the, the bone well, broke bad. the skin. Oh, it was bad. Like, not only bad. did he break his leg, my brother's broken his leg. The bone broke the skin. And, his, his and the Cowboys ball. still said, yeah. okay, 160. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, who is known notably for being the greatest runner at the quarterback position ever, had a PCL injury so bad that he missed the final six weeks of the season. They went to the playoffs, and he still couldn't play. Mm-hmm. And they still said, you know what? We will make you the highest paid and, at the And that, none of that had anything to do with the money, I'm sure. Him not coming back. Mm. He, he said no. That's what we but, He said no. Yeah, Lamar said that. And I Lamar agree. said so. I, I have if, to. If he says it, then I believe yeah. it. Yeah. All I'm saying <laughs> is, I'm, I'm saying to me, they couldn't see his camera too far away. All I'm saying is, in my opinion, 
I would not I personally would not do this. Mm. I would not step on the field and risk my my financial future. He's made a lot of money. Yeah. We were talking about generational so we wealth. We're gonna let the team go down? Well at the end That's the okay, thing. Yes. That's the we're not gonna let the team go down. The person who's laying the team down is the Bengals ownership because they knew they had to pay him. They knew they had to pay him when they drafted him. Correct. So I don't have any pity for organizations who are crying poor once it's time to pay your franchise quarterback. But you couldn't have paid him. Because, like, your point, to your point to Bucky's point, the clock didn't really start until Herbert got paid. Because if you're Burrow, you can't even no, no, start no. until the, you the know. The clock started the moment that he looked like we thought he was going to look coming out of LSU. What I mean is you have to wait for Herbert you to wanna, set the you mark. You want to be the next man. So once Herbert sets the mark, now you're like, okay, Herbert did yeah, so now 188. Come with, now you now, come up with an extra $30 million. But you still should have had that other 250 or 260 ready to go. <laughs> Sell some property and get it done. It's I ready don't to go. have any patience. <laughs> it's ready to go. <laughs> I don't have any patience <laughs> for this stuff. You knew you had to pay him. I don't know if it's week no. two, week three, week four, but it's, it's ready coming. to go. It's all. What property are you selling for $260 million? Whatever I gotta do to get that man. <laughs> oh, I'm like, we live in Beverly Hills, but I gotta find oh, that. I don't own a team. Somebody gotta come up off some Lakeshore uh, house. I, I will gladly buy it from you. All right, when we return, the Ravens, they made huge upgrades to their offense this offseason. But is it Super Bowl or bust? for Lamar Jackson squad. Don't forget, check us out every day on the Fox Sports channel on Sirius X. Damn. Run me my money. Hey, college football fans. Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Ravens loaded Lamar Jackson up with money and offensive riches this offseason, which means the expectations are extremely high. In fact, the Baltimore Sun title said that the Ravens should win a title. The 2023 preview had big bets on Lamar Jackson, Odell Beckham, and a revamped offense. So, is it Super Bowl or bust? James Jones. Absolutely. Uh, you see what the organization did for Lamar Jackson this season, right? You go and you get Odell Beckham Jr. You say, you know what? We don't know if that's enough. We're going to draft a first-rounder and Zay Flowers. You already got Mark Andrews. You already got Rashad Bateman, right? You say, you know what? We're going to add a little depth. You're going to go get Nelson Aguilar, right? You got J.K. Dobbins in the backfield. They have everything that they need. And before they did all that, you said, hey, you know what? We want to get the best out of Lamar Jackson. We want to see him throw this ball over the yard. So they went and they get Todd to be the offensive coordinator. Everything that they've done this offseason, including pay Lamar Jackson, was for him to go win a Super Bowl. I think it is time now for Lamar Jackson to get his team near and go win a Super Bowl. He has everything he needs. Even he comes out and says, I, I think I could throw for 6,000. You know, even he's watching film saying, hey, we might need to add these plays in, in the plan, right? So I think he understands it. The Ravens understand it. But what they have done for him from the coaching standpoint, from the player standpoint, I truly believe it is Super Bowl bust for Lamar Jackson. He has to get his team there. It's interesting. I would even think Lamar Jackson would say that. I would hope so. Yeah. I recall it was May of 2018 when Lamar got drafted. I think he was being interviewed by Deion Sanders, worked in media at the time, and he says, I'm going to bring a championship here, believe that. You're going to get a Super Bowl out of me. You're going to get a Super Bowl. <laughs> the direct quote is literally, they're going to get a Super Bowl out of me, believe yeah. that. So it's time. 
Mm-hmm. Like we, we, we've waited, mm-hmm. they have waited, truth be told, you know, the four plus years. It is time now. Joe Flacco in his first five years in Baltimore, three conference championships, Super Bowl appearance and a Super Bowl championship ring. Lamar has brought them a unanimous MVP. Well, truly, he's brought that to himself. That hardware will live in his home. Mm-hmm. I believe there needs to be hardware that will live in Baltimore for the entirety of the Ravens organization. James, you touched on it, but really you brought up the point even he said he was going to throw for 6,000. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said he wanted a new offensive coordinator. They gave him one. He said he wanted more wide receiver help. What's most mind-blowing to me, they paid Odell Beckham 3x the market value. No doubt. Odell Beckham said his own words on social media, man, the greatest offer I'd had was $4 million. Uh. Ravens paid Odell up to $18 million. Mm. Said, you'll go get that. They went and got a guy out of college. Todd Munkin won back-to-back national championships at the University of Georgia as offensive coordinator and made him the new offensive coordinator. You go and you make Nelson Aguilar your number three wide receiver. You draft another first-round pick at wide receiver. Mm -hmm. So they've given, and that's not even to mention Lamar Jackson making $80 million this year more than any other player this year. That's not even to mention that because that's irrelevant even compared to everything else. So that's where I stand. Bucky, where do you? Uh, There's a thing in my house. My my mom and dad used to say, no excuses, no explanations. I don't care what it looks like. I know when we tee it off in the middle of February, I better see the Baltimore Ravens playing representing the AFC. Because when you pay Lamar Jackson the kind of money that you paid him, that's the expectation everyone in the building knows. Big money, jingling, all that other stuff. He has it now. You said, oh, they can't throw it. They don't have any weapons. Look at who he's throwing. Man, mm. you talked about it. Four first-rounders on the perimeter. Mm. You got a running back, J.K. Dobbs and Gus Edwards, who were great in the system previously with Lamar Jackson. Well, now Lamar Jackson has decided he wants to go from being a runner to a thrower. Mm-hmm. Okay. Be careful what you wish for. Mm. So now we're going to see if he can carry this team on the strength of his right arm. And so I would expect him to get to the Super Bowl because otherwise it's an abject failure. Mm. He has to take this team to the Super Bowl given the money and all of the transactions that have taken place. Otherwise, it all comes back on him. Mm. Yeah, that's a good problem to have, right? Isn't it a good thing to be in the conversation for Super no Bowl or No bus? doubt. It's a great That's how I want to come into a season. I don't want to come into a season like, man, if we win a playoff game, like, whoo, hmm. we're going to be flossing. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to go to the Super Bowl. Hey, that should be the – that and, and it is. It is. That is so there are yeah. teams I can list right now. We're not going to do it. We're yeah. not going to shade y'all. But if you win a playoff game, it is a fantastic. Season. It's a great yeah. season. That's not going to be the case for Lamar. Lamar is a unanimous MVP. All the things that you said are true. The expectations should be Super Bowl or bust. But for me, there are a lot of teams on that list of Super Bowl or bust, and we know only one team can win the Super Bowl. Now, obviously, if you make it to the Super Bowl, we don't consider that to be a failure of a season, even if the expectations are you should win a Super Bowl, because we know how hard it is to get to a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. But the list is long for me this year. It just is. If if we're going to use the criteria that we've applied to Lamar Jackson Mm -hmm. for being Super Bowl or bust, it's got to be Super Bowl or bust for Dallas. Mm-hmm. It's got to be Super Bowl bust for the Chargers. Mm-hmm. It's got to be Super Bowl Super Bowl or bust for the Jets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. The Bengals. Yeah. The, the, the Browns. Around here, yeah. The, the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles. Yeah. And we know the Chiefs don't even have to have this conversation because we expect them yeah. to be there every single year. Niners too. Don't forget the Niners. Mm-hmm. Niners got to be in the Niners. So don't forget them. Don't forget them. I'll, I'll don't forget them. Trey Lance. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'll, sub- I'll submit, but they don't. The re- actually, the reason why I don't have the Niners on this list is a very specific reason, because we constantly bring up money, and they don't have a highly paid quarterback. Mm. So to me, if you're going to pay the quarterback that money, you're going to invest in them by drafting all these players, bringing in free agents, 
submitting to their requests, changing offensive coordinators, all of those things. If you're going to build around an organizational face of the fa face of the organization, franchise quarterback player and pay him, then you should be in the conversation of Super Bowl or bust. You bring up a great point, James. Right. I'm going to come to you on this one because I put the Jets, Rodgers and Lamar in a category probably different than every other team that Joy mentioned. Ooh. Like, and here's why. If you make specific requests as a leader of an organization, you better deliver. Mm -hmm. If a CEO says, hey, I want this. Yeah. If uh, an executive producer says, I want that. If a director of a film crew says, I want this person to be my lead actor, this person to be my lead actress. I want this person to be my supporting. I want this person to be the director of photography. I want. If you make all of these specific requests, so much so that you start taking on general manager power, mm -hmm. so much so that you start taking on head coaching power, now to whom much is given, much is required. Aaron mm -hmm. Rodgers has done that. Yeah. Oh, you want Lazard here? Yeah. Oh, you want Randall Cobb here? Oh, you don't give money back? Oh, okay. Yeah. You better win. Lamar Jackson has done that. Even more so than I would say Justin Herbert, more so than I would say Dak Prescott, more so than I would say Patrick Mahomes, more so than I would say Joe Burrow, though you could say they got Jamar Chase because of Joe Burrow, more so than I would say Deshaun Watson. If you're going to say you want all these people and we are going to submit, yeah. oh, you better give me something in return. And, and, and not only that, what's the, two no what's the knock on these, those two you just mentioned, the Aaron Rodgers and the, uh, Lamar Jackson? Playoffs. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. got me? They ain't got it done. Aaron ain't got it done in the last six years. Aaron ain't been to a Super Bowl since 2000. That's the knock on him. All the great stuff, the Hall of Fame career he's put together, that's the knock. The unanimous MVPs, everything Lamar has accomplished in this league, that's the first thing they go to, right? So we gave you all these pieces, including coaches, including big contract. It is time for you to deliver for us to, for us, to get us to the Super Bowl and win one. It is about five teams that is right now saying if we don't win the Super Bowl it is a failure mm -hmm. right it ain't no we win two playoff games with Lamar Jackson or win two playoff games with Aaron Rodgers and woo it was a successful season no it's not if the Chiefs don't win a Super Bowl it's not a successful season if the Jets don't win one the Ravens don't win one the Bengals it's teams in there like that that if you don't win one it is not a successful season it is a failure and that is what we're talking about for Lamar Jackson if you don't get to that Super Bowl and win one it is a failure of the season with everything they have given you this offseason, including oh. the bread. Oh, he stepped into that LeBron James category. Yeah. Because that's how we're judging him. We're judging him. If you're going to be an all-timer, we're going to judge him. That. It's great that you got MVP and all that other stuff. But now we talk about rings and things. Mm -hmm. He got the money, so now we need to see the rings. One and three in the postseason. Well, we, we, all, it's, it's the offensive coordinator. We don't have this in the fall. Okay, cool. We ain't got any playmakers on the outside. Everything has been swapped around. Man. So now it's all on number eight. He has to not only... Get them there. But I would say he has to be the reason why yeah. they're there. No he has to be the guy that plays at an MVP level to get this offense and this team there because the defense won't be there. Because remember, the Ravens have always been a defensive-led organization. Mm -hmm. They're flipping their complete identity yeah. in the name of Lamar Jackson. Oh, it's on him. Yeah. Now, I will say, when it comes to the Jets and when it comes to the Ravens, because it is, a, it is a, an interesting perspective to say that they have more pressure because of what they've asked for. Yeah. But I would say that these two teams have the most questions on paper going into it as well. They have made a lot of moves. They have mm -hmm. moved a bunch of things around. Are we sure that those things that they've moved around that yeah. weren't even re requests of theirs are actually going to be good? Are That's actually going to work? That's are actually going to play to the level of yeah. the four first round picks on the outside? <laughs> on paper, it, on, on the headlines, all those things sound great. 
But we know the Ravens have been trying to get him help. For, they've been drafting and they've been doing all the right things, except for those players aren't panning out the way that they are saying that they're doing, yeah. which is not Lamar Jackson's fault. So while those two and – and the same thing goes for the Jets as well. Mm-hmm. Aaron didn't have anything to do with that offensive line. That was the organization's doing. So there are factors for both of those players that I would say we don't know what these teams are actually going to look like, whereas the, the Chiefs, the Browns, the, the Bills, the Chargers – even the Bengals, we know mostly what, what it's going to look like based off of the, the rosters that they had last year. There's a lot of question marks about these teams. But that's why I think Bucky brings up a good point. He has to be the reason they get there. Aaron has to be the reason they get there. You got, like, the, the way you play, they have to be. I don't care if O get hurt. I don't care if Zay get Like, you have to be the reason well, that they no get there. I have no doubt that if they do get there, it will be Lamar Jackson's doing. Be. Because I've watched Ravens yeah. ball for a long time, yeah. and it, it's usually Lamar Jackson's doing. In fact, he missed the end of that, the season last year, and he was so good during the regular, regular season, they were able to maintain without him to get to the postseason. Mm-hmm. Coming up, the fire is still on because Russell Wilson in Denver is hoping to turn things around after a colossal failure last year. They got a new head coach in Sean Payton. But some at this desk think Russell Wilson will be benched this season. Wait till you hear that next on Speak. Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. All right, let's get to third and long. About to go to the distance on this topic. It deserves it. Russell Wilson, remember his first season in Denver, it did not go as planned. He only won, only won four games. But now there are rumblings that new head coach Sean Payton won't be as patient with the star quarterback. Former NFL general manager Michael Lombardi said, quote, that... Wilson will be on a really short leash, close quote. He'll be on a really short lease this season. James, I asked you a question yesterday, sir. <laughs> I asked you about your confidence in Russell Wilson, sir. Can we take James a single, please, just so the people at home can understand his response? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quite literally zero. zero. James, here's my question today, though. Yeah. You might be a changed man. You got a good night's sleep around the corner. I think you well-rested. Yeah. Now you may have changed your opinion. Will Russell Wilson get benched this season? Oh, uh, I did change my mind a little bit. Psych. No, <laughs> zero, man. Listen, I wish on this big board right here we could kind of show the world and the fans why I'm saying zero. Russell Wilson last year was not the Russell Wilson that we all were used to seeing, right? He wasn't even seeing right things. It looked like at times he was kind of like Sam Darnold seeing ghost, right? It's people on the football field, receivers, tight ends, wide open. He's not making the throws, right? Or as people wide open and he's trying to get outside the pocket and scramble and all that. 
Interceptions by Russell. Well, you talk about 4 and 11. I mean, he was ranked 31st in the National Football League in a lot of categories, right? And that is why this stuff is coming out. You go and you get Jared Stenham and you give him some nice money. It is obviously not Russell Wilson money, but you give him a lot of money, right, to come be a backup quarterback. That right there is already, hint, hint, you mess up, this kid is going into the game. For me, Russell Wilson is not going to change this season. I don't see him going from scoring 15 points to scoring 30 points in a Sean Payton's offense, right? So with that being said, it is going to be halfway through this season and you are going to see Jared Stenham enter that ball game. I think Russell Wilson, I'm not saying he plays extremely bad, but he does not play good, right? It is not for Sean Payton. We're trying to have a $200 million quarterback manage a football game. That is, that is not what we're trying to get accomplished. A $230 million quarterback or whatever he's making, you have to win us football games. That is why when you came over here from the Seattle Seahawks, we said, oh, the Denver Broncos is missing the quarterback piece. Russ is the... So you you have to win football games. We have a guy behind you. We paying $10 million that can manage a football game. If Russ doesn't deliver and win football games for this team, which I don't think he will, he is going to be benched halfway during this season. I know you're with me because you sit right next to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to hold out. Well, I'm torn because I do, mm. I do still want to believe. You know, but I don't <laughs> like a giving opinions from what I want to yeah. happen. So, yeah, I'm supposed to say what, well, we has, what we I think is going to happen. I know. We watched. We had 16 so weeks bad. last year to believe. Well, <laughs> luckily for, mm-hmm. for us about the, you know, the main premier games ran out about halfway through the season. Yeah. So we didn't all have to suffer through that together. <laughs> I, 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 it's hard to imagine him getting benched. It's hard to imagine him being so bad that they bench him because of all they have invested in him. Now. If it's so cataclysmic, if it's as bad as it was last year, then I can get with you. But I don't think it'll happen until towards the end of the season. I think they're going to give him – I don't know what a short leash is. What's a, what's a short leash? Like how, how big is the dog? <laughs> that's long. Um, that's long. Geez. That's long to me. Long. That's not a short leash. I mean, short leash to me is like the first, the first four games. Yeah, but, but I say week eight just because the bread you're making. That's what I'm saying. You know what so, I'm saying? So, but to me, a short – and I'm arguing semantics here, I guess, but a short leash to me is like four games. So halfway through the season, if you are looking bad, I, I think it's fair to bench you no matter what you're making if you're, if you're looking as bad as it was last year. So I, I lean towards he won't be that bad because Sean Payton is there. I, I, that, but then that's my want seeping in against yes, me. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't want to abandon mm. it with Russ yet. Mm. I think he'll be benched. I think he'll be benched. I said it yesterday. I'll say it again today. Relationships and how relationships begin. How did Russell Wilson's relationship with the Seahawks begin? He took over as a third-round pick, a highly paid quarterback in Matt Flynn. You know Matt mm-hmm. Flynn. Matt Flynn, I'm reading articles about the time back in 2012. Matt Flynn stunned by monster contract. Matt Flynn, the most highly coveted free agent. Matt Flynn was acquired by the Seattle Seahawks to be the guy. Mm-hmm. Now, at the time, $26 million doesn't seem like a lot of money, but go back in quarterback deals 10 years ago, that was a lot of money. Yeah. Russell Wilson, third-round pick. He wasn't supposed to take over for Matt Flynn. Mm-hmm. Matt Flynn making $26 million? Highly targeted, highly prized free agent quarterback? But Russell Wilson, the third-round pick, outplayed him. And Pete Carroll, now Hall of Fame coach, said, you know what, I'm going with the best player. Relationships and how they begin. Jared Stidham, he's not a highly paid guy, fourth round pick. Jared Stidham out of Auburn? Jared Stidham transferred from Baylor? But he runs the offense. I do believe that Russell Wilson, though he is getting incredibly highly paid, I think though he is very talented, historically he's proven to be so, I do think he gets benched at some point in time this season. By, by October, it's over. Ooh. Y'all say four games? Ooh. We start 
We started right after Labor Day. And one, two, three, four. October, it's over. You wrote the script already, We can already go ahead and put them in the pro shop, (laughs) discount those jerseys. It's a wrap. Sean Payton has no tolerance for poor play. And we've already seen it in the preseason. I know preseason games don't count, but they do matter. And the performances look like the performances that we've seen from Russell before. Mm -hmm. And here's what happens. When you get old as a player, you don't like to get hit. Mm -hmm. Russell's at that point. Russ ain't trying to get hit by Mm -hmm. anybody. And so when the quarterback is like that, they tend to bail out the the cockpit. They get out the way. The ball flies everywhere. Russ isn't about that life. Mm. So, Jerry Stidham, get ready. It's going to be his. So when you say not get hit, Buck, you're saying like with him him creating with the legs. Oh, he can create. Oh, that athleticism, that's all going. Did you see Russ run last last year? He's not trying to lead the pocket. So now here's the thing about Russ, because Russ wanted all this. Yeah. Russ wanted to be able to control everything from the pocket, but that's never been his game. That ain't never been He's his not game. a timing and rhythm yeah. quarterback. He's a guy that made plays mm. on movement yeah. and improvisation. He doesn't have that ability anymore. So it, look, it, there's nothing Sean Payton can do. He can't make it right for him. His game doesn't match that system. Here's, what's, here's my thought process, though, though, Joey. It's like Sean Payton, at first I thought he was brought there to fix Russell Wilson. But I realized today, no, Sean Payton's there to fix the Broncos. Exactly. Hopefully you can fix the Broncos by way of fixing Russell Wilson, but Sean Payton is there to fix the Denver Broncos. You fix the Denver Broncos by any means necessary. If it's Russell Wilson, if it's a backup, if it's Jared Stidham, if it's somebody you trade for in the middle of the season, Payton was brought there to fix the Broncos, not to fix Russell Wilson. So if Russ is going to impede Payton from fixing the Broncos, Russ will have to get out the way. You know how bad Russ is going to have to be for that to happen? Mm. As bad as he was last year. Last year, like, I don't. Like, like, he, I mean, look, I, everyone's very high on Jared Stidham. I'm sure he's he's a wonderful manager of the uh, of the game. But 10 million and 28 million is a big difference. No doubt. So but, I mean, at the end of the day, let's not pretend like this isn't a business. And there's there's a big check to write yeah. for somebody who's sitting on the bench. If Jared Stidham goes out there and throws two interceptions in a game, which is entirely possible, and they lose the game. What are we doing here? So I, I hear it. It sounds it sounds like you know we all want to believe that everything is about winning. We know that is not true. So I, I, I can't get too idealistic about the situation. Like next year, if they decide to move off of him, like, okay, then eat the money and now it's really about winning and I can believe that. But for the time being, Sean Payton was brought to fix both this incredibly massive investment that we have at the quarterback position and the Broncos. What? But when we look at the roster, when we look at the injuries that they've already suffered this season, when we look at the talent that this, this team has and are honest about it, it's not really a situation that's a plug-and-play for Russ to have a massive amount of success unless Russ gets back to the point where he was playing before he even left Seattle. So we have to go back a few more years to get back to the point where Russ was really the reason why Seattle was was winning on the offensive side of the ball. So this is a big ask for not just Sean Payton, but also for Russ and the Broncos organization as a whole to get to a point where we feel great about everything that's happened. I don't think this is going to be an overnight fix. And I have all the respect in the world for Sean Payton. I've seen him do it with, with every level of quarterback play. I've seen him transform an organization from an organization that people did not take seriously at all to a premier organization in this league that people still mm-hmm. have respect for now that he's not even in the building. So it's hard for me to imagine them just eating $28 million mm-hmm. on Russell Wilson, completely <laughs> abandoning him for Jarrett Sidham, who I'm sure is a, is a wonderful talent and manager of the game. But even at Jarrett Sidham's best, he's gaps and miles away from what Russ's best. So it depends on what Russ's no, best still I is. Yes. I don't think what it's... Is be- not, not what his still is. No. What, 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 what we've seen Russ be the best at. But, so, so what I'm saying is it's a business. It's a lot of money to eat. 
10 million is, is, mm -hmm. is a lot to pay for a backup. I, I agree. But 28 million is still a lot more. And if Jarrett goes out and isn't, isn't marketably better than Russell Wilson, then what, what's, what's, how's that I guess, all well, I think work? We, real quick, I think we got to go to the fit of things, too. I think a lot of people is missing out on this, right? Yeah. You got to go to the fit of the quarterback and the head coach. Yeah. Sean Payton's whole career almost, he's had Drew Brees, where Drew Brees is a pocket passer. The ball, ball is coming ball out, out, right? And he's standing in the pocket. It's not too much creation. Unless you're going to treat him like Taysom Hill, a couple games he had him running him downhill, which you're not. He wants to run his offense. That's ball coming out quick. That's timing patterns. That's standing in the pocket, delivering the ball. That's not ru what Russell Wilson does. That's why he had so much success in Seattle, because Pete said, Reed, one ain't there. You get out the pocket and you create. Right. And you can make throws on the run. That's not Sean Payton's offense. So I don't even think it's a good fit. I think it's a better fit for Stenham to come in there and be a pocket passer and yeah. throw this ball and it's, get the ball out of his hands. It's interesting. My thought is this, though, because I, I like the points you're both bringing up to my left side. I don't know that Sean Payton will sink on Russell Wilson's shit. That's why when I think about like the money, I think about remember the Eagles with Carson Wentz when they had drafted Jalen Hurts in the mm -hmm. second round. I believe Carson Wentz was making he had a four year, hundred twenty eight million dollar deal. I think there was eighteen million dollars that year, not twenty eight, but it was substantial. Remember three years ago, eighteen million dollars yeah. for inflation. They were like, you know what, Carson, you ain't showing us enough. That's it. We still got two more years on your contract. We gonna figure it out. Colts, you'll take them. Oh, my God, please, take him <laughs> off our hands. Colt said, Washington, you'll take him? I'm like, take him off our hands. And they moved on to Jalen Hurts. It's fascinating you bring up, James, the timing of it all. Again, after our conversation yesterday in preparation for this dialogue, I wanted to go back and rewatch Russ. And let me rewatch watch mm -hmm. Well, let me just not come on TV and just start talking to talk. Yeah. Russ, in the preseason even, tucking and running. In the preseason. Yeah. Like, he's not getting the ball out. He's tucking and running. Stidham in the preseason. Just the ball's coming out. And I don't mind Russ tucking and running at all if he's 26, 27. <laughs> but to be tucking and running in the preseason when you pulled a hammy last year, uh, it just worries me because you usually just, tuck just and run because you ain't seeing it. to cut you off real quick. You play linebacker. Yes, sir. I play receiver. Don't be running. <laughs> Give me the ball out. I am open. You know, and that's what you see from his receivers last, last year, just jumping oh. up and down like, bro, what are you looking at? What are you doing? I'm a receiver. But Quit Sean tucking Payton and running that thing. Sean Payton isn't going anywhere. Of course no, not. Sean no, Payton, if it's a disaster this year, Sean Payton Russ is going, is going so he, yeah, Right, correct. Yeah. So, so to, to that point, Sean doesn't have to worry about coaching for this year and making sure that there's a massive turnaround this year. But he's he, Sean Payton. You know that. Like a, you know Sean Payton. I know. He's but not going to be sorry. Not, he's the also not signing the checks. For, uh, it's not Broncos. $28 million that's coming out of Sean Payton's account. This Agreed. Is a, this is a business. But you know, like, I say you know Sean Payton in the sense of, like, we all know Sean Payton, formerly of Fox. He can't be sorry. Some no, winners no, innately he, are no, just like, can't, I can't. He is a winner, and he's correct. great at what he does. But he was also brought there to fix a massive investment that the Broncos made and are paying in Russell Wilson. So to me, winning or not, it doesn't have to happen this year. And it ain't going to happen with Jared Stidham in the AFC either. So we can stop <laughs> acting like that. Like, I don't, that was, just relax. Like, there's, we just went down the list of guys that are Super Bowl or bust. We didn't have the Broncos any sniffing. But you've seen, you've seen what Sean Payton can do with good quarterback play. I don't care whose yeah, name it is. Yeah, also Teddy had a whole, whole bunch of other talent yeah. there, too, that the Broncos don't have. Correct. And Co this isn't meant to be an overnight fix for Sean Payton. Sean Payton is going to be there for as long as Sean Payton wants to be there. 
So because we know that, because he's not coaching for his job in year one, he can implement things over time. All I'm saying is I wouldn't be surprised if Russ is benched this season. He would have to be very, very astonishingly back-to-back years bad mm. in order for him to do that, and I don't mm. think it happens before week eight. I, I, I just know that <laughs> we can sit here and talk about Russ, and he, look, he, he, he's lost weight. He's skinny Russ now. He was chubby Russ last year. It doesn't matter. He doesn't fit the system. And with Sean Payton, you know this. We've all been there. When a new coach comes in, somebody has to be the sacrificial lamb to get everybody. Russ can be the sacrificial lamb in Denver. Because if he's not playing well, what Sean Payton can do in the film session, hey, three, you got to get the ball out. Yeah. Because if I can coach him hard, now I get everybody's James, very quickly before I have to go to break. You did the Raiders play-by-play last year, maybe? Something along those lines. Jared Stidham. Mm -hmm. He blew my mind. He started maybe two games last year. It might have just been one. Against my favorite defense in football, the San Francisco 49ers. I think he had like 360 yards and three or four touchdowns. Went to work. Went to work. Lost in overtime, I think something to 37. Put up a lot of points. I was like, it is just fascinating. I'm like... The dude played well. Mm-hmm. Like, how, like, that's where I'm just torn, Joy, because I'm like, in one game, he played better than Russell Wilson played in 16. Exactly. Like, in, in one. Yeah. In one. Without Sean Payton, mm-hmm. he played better against the best defense in football mm-hmm. than Russell Wilson did in 16. I'm just like, man, Russ, come on. Because I want to see Russ do well. Like, personally, I, I like Russ. I I'm friends too, with Russ. But, also, but come on. I also know the difference between Russell Wilson being out there and Jarrett Sidham mm. being out there. Nah, and the difference is... I don't know the difference anymore. The difference, <laughs> the difference is, is $18 million. I know that difference. I know that difference. Ooh. And then the next Ooh. year after that... He did get Samo. <laughs> it's Samo money after that. So it, 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 it behooves both of these, yes, both of these parties true. to do well. At the end, if Russ isn't, he's going to be gone. We know that because Sean is a made man. And, I, and in my opinion, that's what should happen because I have that much respect for Sean Payton and what he's able to do in offenses. But... I, to me, I think it's going to take a lot yeah. to get but, that kind of money on the bench. But we got to understand, we all can sit here right now and visualize how it looked last year for the Broncos. I've, I put oh, yeah. it behind The boo birds, all, all that. Yeah. I the put coach. it in a box, threw I, it in I the understand ocean. that. <laughs> but you better believe Sean Payton and his organization understands that too. And if we coming out here and our defense holding you to 18 points and we scoring 15 and it's looking this way, you got to sit down. We're not going through a whole nother season yeah, like this. Is. And we got, a, we got a quarterback behind you that could get this stuff done. So, yes, it's yeah. very short. It's a very short <laughs> <What>? lead. <laughs> All right, coming up from one quarterback to another with extremely high expectations, Deshaun Watson. He was fairly below average, to be kind, in his first season in Cleveland. But I expect him to bounce back. Do you? Will Deshaun be amongst the AFC elite? That is next on Speed. MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon.
What's up, family? Welcome back. We in the film room with my guy, Bucky Brooks. He knows about all things defensive back. So let's talk about why Deshaun Watson can take that next step this year with the Cleveland Browns. It won't just be to me, Bucky, because of Deshaun, but because of a player they acquired this offseason, Elijah Moore. Now, interestingly enough, Elijah Moore plays what position, Bucky Brooks? I mean, he plays wide receiver, but he can do anything. He looks like a hybrid. He is a hybrid. He plays wide receiver like Bucky just told you, but he's here in the backfield. What does that do for defenses when Elijah Moore, wide receiver, if he's in the backfield, and he jet motions, Bucky, instantly, what does it do to this defensive back? To this when someone moves, down? things have to change. So right now, safety comes down. I got to expand wide because he's going to the width, going to the side. Okay, so the safety has to expand wide, but me as a linebacker, Willie Gay, a veteran, if I see Elijah Moore out here, a wide receiver in the backfield, I'm thinking to myself, I got to keep eyes on him. I got to keep eyes on him. I got to keep eyes on him. If I'm keeping eyes on that wide receiver, now running back out here, I am vacating my zone. Willie Gay should be about 12 yards deep, Bucky, yep. you know this two yards outside the hash because he's not Deshaun Watson. Oh, this is Bang Gay because he's banging his head on the goalpost. This is a nice throw. It's on time. Donovan Peoples-Jones kept it just right in the middle. We'll show you from another angle, like Bucky just said. To some degree, you're going to see it right there outside the hash. Bang. Easy money. Now, that was interesting. That was on the second play of the game. But this was a touchdown play that I desperately had to show you at home because it blew my mind when I saw it. Now, Bucky, once again, Elijah Moore plays what position? He's a hybrid. He's a running back slash wide receiver, wide receiver slash running back. Defe- He's in the backfield. Defenses don't know what to do with that. So you see, this safety is pointing saying, hey, I need a defensive back to guard Elijah Moore. But you know then, Bucky, who's supposed to guard the running back who's down here? It's a problem. The back is outside the Z, so I need somebody here. Everyone is out here yelling, help, help, help. I am lined up help. with someone that I shouldn't be lined up on. So if you can sell it here at home, you got one guy confused, you got two people confused, and then my linebackers, he's in no man's land because he has no idea who he is supposed to guard because, once again, the utilization of Elijah Moore. What does that do now for Deshaun Watson, Bucky Brooks? Oh, that's easy. He knows what the coverage is. He knows he has man. Now I just got to take the matchup. They're all messed up. They should have called a timeout. Should have called a timeout. Once again, you can see it from this angle. Everybody's confused, primarily this player. You see this uh, Mike Edwards played safety in the Super Bowl for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's pointing, saying, somebody help me guard David Njoku. Because nobody's guarding Njoku, it ends up being a touchdown pass. Bucky, I think Deshaun and the Browns can take the next step this year because of the new pieces that they have and because of Deshaun Watson gross as we head back to the desk. Just had to show you all that. Was watching that earlier today, this morning, I was contemplating what the Browns will be able to do this coming season. But, Joy, you know Deshaun has high expectations. He's been given a lot of money. He has a lot to prove in Cleveland. Can he prove it? Do you expect Deshaun and the Browns to be amongst the AFC elite? They better. (laughs) Why? Why why wouldn't they be? 230. 30. Zero. Guaranteed under there. Ooh, we. We talk a lot about people's money Mm. and expectations and Super Bowl or bus. It all starts right there in Cleveland. This is a team, mostly, that Baker Mayfield, who's on his third, fourth team. I can't keep track. Fourth team? (laughs) Fourth team? Lots of teams. Baker Mayfield took to the playoffs and won a playoff game there. Mm. So the expectations can't be win a playoff game. I don't hear nothing. Baker Mayfield did that for far less money and way more drama. So in, in the building. So, yeah, you have, to, you have to be Super Bowl or bust. They, sh- they absolutely have to be amongst the elite. And when you look at the roster, there's really no excuses here. Last year was, okay, we all collectively agreed. It's, it's almost impossible for you to come back from two years off of football, especially mm-hmm. at that position, no matter how good the roster is, and come in and, and make noise. That's just it's not reasonable. But 
When you look at the roster, when you look at what he's been paid, and look at what, they pay, what they're paying him for, we keep talking about the money, the money, the money. Why are they paying him that money? They're paying him that because they expect him to throw for almost 5,000 yards, 33 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. That's where it starts because that was in Houston. You're in a better situation roster-wise, coaching-wise, in Cleveland. So the expectations should be higher, and there are no excuses anymore on the table. So they absolutely – not only – do I expect them to? They have no choice. They must be among the elite. There's no excuses anymore. Yeah. Um, number one, if the coach is giving him that, <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's title contentions. What do you mean by that, future. giving him that? Make what I mean by that is how easy he's making it on Deshaun Watson, right? We did a little bit of that with Randall Cobb, and we had a great one in Aaron Rodgers back, and it just made it so much easier on Aaron Rodgers. You put a receiver in the backfield. That means you're not going to have a corner in the box because if you put a corner in the box, you know what they're going to do with a guy okay. like Elijah Moore? They're going to hand it off to him like we did Randall Cobb because we got the numbers and we're going to get big boys on little bodies, right? So if you leave a line or bring a safety down in the box. He cannot stick with Elijah Moore. Don't forget, Elijah Moore is a receiver. So he's not going to be able to guard him when it comes to running routes. And that's why you see the defense confused, really easy on uh, Deshaun Watson to get the ball out of his hands. And we know what he can do with his legs. But let's not forget, they did what they did to get Deshaun Watson because they seen what Deshaun Watson did in Houston. Mm -hmm. And what Deshaun Watson did in Houston showed that he is a top five quarterback in this league. So none of that has changed. If Deshaun Watson comes out there and he's the Deshaun Watson that we're used to seeing from the Texans, they absolutely could be a team in there competing for a division title, competing for a Super Bowl. He's that type talent. I don't care about Joe Burrow. I don't care about Lamar Jackson. I don't care about Kenny Pickett. I don't care about none of that. When you talk about quarterbacks playing this game at a high level, Deshaun Watson, when he is on, is a top five quarterback, and I don't care who you put in there. Right. So with that being said, and the 230 M's, it is on him to get this thing done and get back to the Deshaun Watson that we used to seeing in Houston. And when he does, because I believe he will, they're going to be in there. The production has to match the compensation. We like to count people's yeah. money. So the production absolutely has to match the comp- compensation. Now, there's seven teams that go to the playoffs, right? Yes, sir. Well, it's only six spots left because the Browns are in. The Browns are going because the Browns have the best team in the division. They have the best team in the division. Wait, wait, wait. The best team in the division is in Cleveland. I think they used to call it Believe Land. (laughs) Cleveland has the best team team in the division. You look up front. You look up front. Let's talk about their defense. You look up front. Zadarius Smith and Miles Garrett. Up front, I'm listening. Best pass rushing duo in the National Football League. Listening. They got one of the best corners in football in Denzel Ward. Denzel Ward. I'm still listening. They got young dudes in the secondary. That's a safety, though. Grant Delpit. Nice. He's nice. They're good. Thorpe you go Ward. offensively. One of the best offensive lines in football. Best running back in football in Nick Chubb. Sure. You got Amari Cooper, who's a legitimate number one. Yeah, but we else? just talked about Elijah Moore, who's the hybrid player who may give them their version of Debo Samuel. So now we're talking about a guy who's a top five quarterback hmm. when Houston was boo-boo. Hmm. He now has shaken off all the rust. He comes back. We see he's very comfortable. We've seen it in the preseason. To me, they're going, and they're going far. Because they have the best, they can look, the best team in the division. So, Buck, you taking this offense over Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins, Mark Andrews, Odell Beckham, Rashad Bateman, Zay Flowers. Just, I know this debate show. Are we debating that? That's not even a debate. Are we debating the Browns or the, the, the Ravens' offense personnel? Are we even debating that? 
Yes, we are. No, that's not a that's debate. On, that's not, that's not a debate. Bucky, yeah, is, are you kidding me? That's not a debate. Right now. What's the debate? That's not a debate. You got four first-rounders. You got arguably the best we're not, tight end we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, in the game. We're not playing Madden. You got a really good running We're not playing Madden. We're not playing Madden. We're talking about big boy football. They can punch you in the mouth. They can run it, and then they can throw it. The team that you're talking about, they don't want to run it anymore. This team wants to run to set it up so they can make the game easy for the quarterback. Buck, we, you just showed clips of them with a receiver in the backfield. They want to run it and throw it. I understand that. But we, the Browns. Can Nick Chubb, are we, can he get a water break? Can, can, can we give him some time offs? So I'm just saying. Yeah, but you, so saying, this, you saying it clearly like they just, like, we, we just, T. Higgins, JoJo Mixon, JoJo <laughs> Burrow. He didn't even Martin, mention the Bengals. You ain't even, he like, the like but, What about them? Too much <laughs> No, no, no. Look, I've said it. I said what I said. <laughs> Buck, rethink it. I said what it. I said. I mean, Buck, even if, even if there's, there's, uh, there's arguments to be made for the Bengals, there's Ooh, arguments to be made for the Ravens. But, but in terms of rock solid from 1 to 53, they're not better and, than the Browns. The, the margin isn't, isn't big if you do want to make that. the argument. The margin isn't big if you do want to make the argument. It's not. No, it's not big. The Bengals? The margin it is, is not, not oh, big oh, if you do oh, want oh, to oh, make the argument. Oh, and oh, then see, when you add, it is not and, close. and keep in mind, the Bengals oh. lost some defensive pieces. This oh, year Jesse well. Bates involved. I lost both my starting safeties. Yeah. Say what you want to about Eli Tostapple. Got him up out the paint. It's just not So then the three, three fourths of your secondary is all brand new. Yeah. It's not that big. I, I agree and then with you, Cleveland's pass in, And then when you factor in. Cleveland's pass rush duo wasn't the best. It's not, the margin is not, if you want to argue about it, that's fine. There are arguments to be made. But even if you do, the margin is not that big. When you factor in that Deshaun Watson, what he was when he was at, yeah. the last time he played a season, which was 4,823 passing yards, led the NFL, 33 touchdowns mm. and seven interceptions, 70.2 completion percentage, there's no reason why they shouldn't be at the top. The expectation yeah. at the very least should be, to, uh, to begin, should win the division. Anything, Absolutely. if they miss the playoffs... Oh, that's not happening. Mm. I told you, seven spots, only six available. I shall not argue. Mm. I mean, there's not. That's really one of your business. former teams, though, right? Yeah. You ready, love, right? Right. That's one of your former I love teams, right? But dude, if you <laughs> the Bengals, so you got them out dueling Joe Burrow to Bengals? win the division. But I, I, I won't argue. Like the Bengals, I, I would, I would like say, say that the Bengals roster is the best. <laughs> the in The Bengals. Division. I, I, I would I, say that the Bengals are the best roster in the division. But the Bengals lost some pieces this year, and they the did. Browns are not that far off. This Browns team with Baker Mayfield went to the playoffs and won a playoff. What happened, what happened with Joe Burrow that year? Oh, we don't even Joe know Burrow's Joe Burrow's hurt. happy because, remember, Joe it Burrow's ain't come across the screen yet. The, what, 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 the direct deposit hasn't come across the screen for Joe Burrow. What happened was this roster was good enough to do that, and Cleveland uh, felt that they, the roster was good enough to go and pay $230 million to one player so that they could maximize what they have. They got to get it done. They, yes. the, bank, the Browns have to get it done. Jim Schwartz, D coordinator. They do. New D coordinator. The Bengals. Coach of the year. The Bengals are better than the Cleveland Browns. Are, what? <laughs> so now, I, when you, when I you, will argue with you during commercial when, break. When you, say, <laughs> when you say better, you, you really only talking offensively, right? Exclusively true. Gotcha. But I'm also talking top to bottom because offense talk- matters so much. Because offense is an offensive no, league. No, no. What are you talking about the whole team? Yeah, I mean, I'm saying exclusively. But if you're taking top to bottom, it's not. It's not. It's, it's, it's not that big of a margin. It's a debate. This is the toughest division in football. I won't be in it. This is, the Steelers could win this division. Steelers could. Don't disrespect Mike Tomlin. Could, Don't disrespect they Mike could. Tomlin. They could. They won't. Don't disrespect Mike Tomlin. All right, do it if you want to. Okay. The Steelers could win Steelers. this thing. Oh, my God. I'm just, man. All right. Ooh. Man's never had a losing season in, 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 since he I, stepped foot I in like the NFL. That. This is a long season. 
I a lot can happen. But, but yes, yeah, I mean, no, no, yeah, no. It ain't that long. I feel bad. I feel bad with Kenny Pickett. I'm not saying they will, but they could. At the end of the at the end of the season, the Steelers won the division. People were going to be shocked. Shot. All three of the quarterbacks don't have to get hurt. Have, have to multiple <laughs> times. Wow. What? What? What's? What does that mean? <laughs> quarterbacks get hurt every year. That, that wow. means he's the worst quarterback in the division, and Kenny Pickett, and Kenny Pickett is gonna be a good player, but he's the worst in this Man, division. Man, y'all, y'all, you know what? Keep talking this uh, Tomlin slander. No, no, no. I like. I love you know, Tomlin. No, 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 no. I love Tomlin. No, 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 no. You got Kenny Pickett right no, 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 no. now. Uphill. It's Everest. <laughs> Himalayas. <laughs> Wow. Coming up, should Trey Lance be excited about being a cowboy? That is next on Speak. Bucky, me and you better fight. Mm. Cleveland! <laughs> this one's for you! <laughs> hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are in overtime. Got to go a little bit longer on this one. Trey Lance, he's on the move. He went from the Bay, now he's in Dallas, my hometown. However, Cowboys had to give up a fourth-round pick to acquire Trey Lance, who was famously acquired by the Niners for three first-round picks in what was a colossal failure of a draft decision. Now, after struggles in San Francisco. I mean, like I said, I was very excited to be here um, with Coach McCarthy and, and the entire coaching staff. Uh, man, nothing but knowledge uh, in, in all these meetings. So just, it's, it's been awesome for me. It's been fun, you know, kind of a breath of fresh air to, to learn a new offense. And, and just like I said, being around the guys these last two days, uh, I feel like I've, I've learned so much just ball. Joy, should Trey Lance be excited about being a Cowboy? He looks good with that star in, on that hat, huh? Yeah, America's team. Uh, yeah. Of course. He's a young player. He just landed in Dallas. Got Cowboys fan base. You got a good old jury. You got the amazing facilities. No expectations. They used a fourth round pick on you, not three first rounds and a third. You're not expected to start. You're not even going to be the backup. Of course. It's a wonderful situation for Trey Lance. Very low expectations right now. Absolutely no pressure to develop this year. You come into a, a, a big-time organization that has great expectations, a ton of talent. You can chill. You're living in Dallas. Tax is better. It's a great situation. I love it for Trey Lance. I think he should be excited about being an anonymity. He should, be, he should love living in anonymity. I don't think he should be excited about being a cowboy. It's amazing being in Dallas because, oh, nobody's going to talk about you. we got to talk about Micah. You're going to get the biggest deal in the history of ball. Got to talk about uh, Diggs. We got to talk about CeeDee Lamb. He got to get paid. Got to talk about Dak Prescott. We're going to talk about Tony Pollard eventually. Y'all wait. When Tony Pollard and the Cowboys run game, is there worse as it's been because they lack Zeke? Going to talk about that. He should be excited about being in anonymity. But the reason, Joy, I'm not sold on him being excited to be in Dallas, I don't know if it helps his career. Like, when I think about Trey, you're not going to be the backup. got to be Cooper Rush. So you're going to be the third rounder. And you're, excuse me, the third overall uh, player on the depth chart. And Mike McCarthy didn't even necessarily want you. Mm. Jerry wanted you. But McCarthy dictates if you get on the field or not. Yeah. So though you are in the, in, in the crib because of Jerry, you're not going to necessarily get on the field. So I also will say, and I'll end it by this, Cowboys love their quarterbacks. In my mind, James, I know you disagree, but Dak isn't going anywhere anytime soon. And so, Trey, that means you're not getting on the field 
anytime soon. Y'all realize Trey's already been in the league for three years now? I do. Like three years. So he ain't going to get on the field his now third year. He's not going to get on the field his next year because Dak Prescott still got one more year on a deal. So now Trey Lance is going to be sitting longer than Jordan Love. And we made a huge deal about Jordan Love sitting for all those years. So, James, that's why I don't think he should be excited about Dallas, but anonymity, yes. Well, I mean, I think he should be excited about Dallas because, I mean, we never know when he's going to step on the field, right? We, we had a couple segments where we talked about injuries and all. So we, so we never really know when he's going to step on the field. But you got a young fella that has was the third overall pick yeah. in San Francisco, right? For the last three years, every time he's come in that locker room, has been – a hundred media members around his locker. Trey, 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 Why you miss that throw? Why you do that? Why you, why you fumble three snaps? Whatever it may be, right? So you see the smile on the kid's face. He has handled everything the right way. It ain't been no tweets. It ain't been no bad media. It ain't been no bad quote. He has said none of that. He's handled everything the right way. And just to see the smile on his face, it is a breath of fresh air because I do not have no pressure on me right now to go out here and perform and try to beat out a quarterback and become the number one quarterback. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to get better. So when my time comes, I will be able to play some good football. And this is a really good situation for him because like Buggy like said, if you ain't want it, you know what I mean? Go somewhere else where you are wanted, man. Look, man, go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. Mm. It got to the point Amen. in San Francisco where he felt like he was being tolerated by Kyle Shanahan because he wasn't what Kyle Shanahan wanted at the position. Remember, prior to that draft when Trey Lance was taken by the Niners, the conversation was the Niners moved up to three to take Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. That was the conversation. In the end, it flipped and Trey Lance was it. I wonder if Kyle Shanahan had buyer's remorse, and that filtered down into the way that Trey Lance was treated, maybe the way that he felt in the building. Hey, he's not what everybody thought he was going to be coming out of North Dakota State. So you get into a new environment. Mike McCarthy's there, and I always say Mike McCarthy may not have known whether he was coming. Don't matter. Jerry Jones is a general manager. And I said, well, we don't even know if Mike McCarthy's going to be the head coach after this season. But here's what I do know about Jerry Jones and business. And I hate to say this, but this is what happens with players. So we got... A year left on Dak Prescott's deal after this. Talk it is it is when 2024. Mm-hmm. It is in 2024. At that note, how comfortable is everybody here paying Dak Prescott 55 million dollars annually for him to be the quarterback of the Cowboys? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would be comfortable with that. And I'm a Dak Prescott fan. But if we're just doing business, yeah. Trey Lance is on the contract for this year, and next year. Next year is five million dollars. I'm not a mathematician, but that saves you about. A half a hundred million. Okay? <laughs> so then he's the number three overall pick. He was taken that high because he had some talent. Somebody saw some talent in him. Knowing from Green Bay, by way of Ron Wolf, who learned it from Al Davis, when you get taken that high, you get multiple bites at the apple. Multiple. Because, multiple. because all the someone bites. saw the talent. All the bites. Last year, there were 70 different quarterbacks that started games in the National Talk Football Talk to me, Buck. You're preaching right the now. The odds say that at some point he's going to get on the field. Mm-hmm. And he just gives me a little, just a little, Ooh, a little hit a little that he show. can play. One he's throw. Either, he's <laughs> either going to be a guy who can be the face of the future yeah. for the Cowboys or yeah. somebody else is going to get him. So by all accounts, Jerry Jones made a wise move to take him. And we know Jerry. You his guy. Mm. Use his guy. Use his guy. So if you do show a little bit, and all those other things play out the way that you said it. Dak doesn't look so good. We don't feel good about paying him right. that. And he just got on the field for a little bit, which happened last year. Dak got hurt last year. Yeah. You just have to go out and we show a little We see it potential. every year. One person make one catch, 
One throw, one run, <laughs> that person behind them making that good money or might have had a little injury. Yeah. Or you getting traded or you getting released. Cowboys fans, don't come to me. <laughs> <laughs> None of this. None of this. Coming up, Bill Belichick's Patriots made a shocking roster move yesterday. Shocking. It left the team thin at the quarterback position. Should you trust in Bill Belichick to turn it around? That's next on Speed. All right, family, it's been an interesting couple of years in New England. As we get into overtime, let's talk about this one. Okay, offseason. It appears to be no different for the Patriots, but they did release backup Bailey Zappi Tuesday, leaving Mac Jones as the only quarterback on the roster. Zappi, though, he was signed earlier today to the Patriots practice squad. Bucky, I've said it before. I will admit I was wrong. Last year, I thought that Belichick would have been forced into retirement based upon the season. He came back again today. He came back again this year, rather. I don't think he's going to turn things around, but do you trust Bill Belichick to turn things around in New England? I absolutely trust him. He's going to be the all-time winner. Okay. He's going to be the all-time leader in wins in the National Football League. We've seen this before. Trust them to do Don what, Shula. Bucky? Look, Don Shula is, is at the top. Don Shula had three times where he lost three straight in a row. It happens. It happens. You can't win forever. He's going to bring it back. Look, he got, he's got Bill O'Brien back. He's going to fix the defense. They're going to be right back. You guys are so negative. A bunch of Debbie Downers <laughs> okay. over here. He's going to be able to fix it. Like, you got to have some players. Yes. Oh. It's disappointing that Tom Brady went on and won a Super Bowl. He's been 25 and 5 since TB12 left. Say that again. But at some point, 25 and 25. Like, since TB12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get it back. Yeah. I have the utmost confidence that the Patriots going to be back in the mix. Yeah, I got, I got, I got confidence in him to be exactly who he is without Tom. <laughs> not a winner, <laughs> period. When he was in Cleveland, he has a losing record as a head coach. He's not a winner. He's without Tom Brady in New England. He's 25 and 26, a loser without Tom Brady. That's the same thing we expect from him this season to be a loser, especially when it comes to that division. You're not going to win that division. That's not going to happen. He might win eight games, but for Bill Belichick, right, the greatest coach of all time in a lot of people's opinion, right? He's not a great coach without Tom Brady. So, yes, I trust him to be exactly who he is without TB12. And that, from the numbers, is a loser. Even though you're the greatest coach of all time with Tom. Without him, you're not that good of a football coach. I'm sorry. I mean, we, we don't. We don't even mention the Patriots when we talk about this division. Nah. We don't. They're just, the, the, the roster isn't where it needs to be. I have a lot of respect for what Bill Belichick has done, and, and I don't think he can take away anything from that 20-year span of dominance where every single year we went in knowing that they were not only going to be in the postseason, they'd be competing for a championship. We obviously know a lot of that had to do with Tom Brady, but Tom also had some great defenses. He had some great offensive lines. They, you can't take away from the dynasty, but you got to evolve. And the, and, the, and the best coaches find ways to evolve. Age doesn't matter. Nick Saban is how old? Find, finds new ways to evolve. It, it, that doesn't matter. They are not a modern NFL team. I, I can't. I got to move on. I got to move on. I have to move on. Staying in the Northeast, trash talk is cherished. And Rodgers, he does it as well as anybody. He had strong words for outside linebacker of the Giants, Jahad Ward, during the Jets' final preseason game. And hard knocks, thankfully, they captured it all. Take a listen. To the left, flipping it left, McCole Hartman. What the f bro? What the f that? Show some respect, bro. Come on, what the f that? Five damn sets? I don't even know who you are, bro. I don't know who the f you are. You don't? I never heard of you. Let's go, let's go. Drops back, lobs one, front left pylon. It is caught, Garrett Wilson, that's oh, a jet touchdown. Post the barrel, oh, oh, no, no. 
I'm hurting doing you, it. bro. I'm not I'm hurting you. Then I gave him the line that's uncomeback with a bull. I said, I don't even know who you are. Oh, my God. I love how happy Aaron Rodgers was that he had a good line. Like, you know when you have a bar, he oh, waited, he threw a touchdown pass, yeah. and then he went and he hit him with it again. Yeah. I love it. Um, I got to give him credit. It's, one of, it's my favorite insult. And especially when you really mean something, yeah. it's, it, it is a delightful thing to say. That really happened to me uh, this weekend. Someone said something to me. I was like, I yeah. do not know yeah. of who it is you speak. I'm sorry to this man. Sorry to this man. Yeah. I don't know who it is you're talking you about. Know. So it's, it's very effective. Yeah. Uncome back with the bull. The, I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I know what yeah. you're saying, but uh, it's very effective trash talk. I hey, um, 12 is my dog, as y'all know. But... This right here, anybody say that to me, it's going down. <laughs> I don't care who you are. That's disrespectful. I don't work too hard to get here to even put my hands on you. <laughs> so somebody know who I am, and he right. Hey, that right, right there though. is the, the greatest thing you can say but to see, somebody. Here, and that's going to have you hot. Here's my only issue, Jack. Where was this? Where's this Aaron Rodgers the last couple years in Green Bay? You know what I'm saying? But well, I'm sure the Packers would have loved that, I that fun loving guy. Yep. Like where where was that guy? That's yeah. all. He goes to New York. He's a he's a brand new dude. Yeah, we talk Changes about area code. Now he's he's brand new. He's a Tim Swift guy. We talk about we talk about fresh start. We just talked about fresh start with Trey Lance, man. He just needed to get out the snow and all that for a little bit, but we you know. have snow in New York too. But yeah, what, hey. yeah. he, he got stuff to do. Here is my question though. What do you respond to? I don't know who you are. You just gotta take the L. You just gotta, you just Especially gotta well, as, if it's if only and if and only if there is a real chance that person doesn't know who you are. <laughs> like then you gotta take the L. But if you say it to somebody and you, they, you know they know who you are, then you I really mean, gotta go. Uh, then you gotta gather yourself and be I like. Mean, you, you gotta you gotta breathe for a minute and figure out something. Honestly, honestly, the the line is very simple and it's old school, but. Your mama knows who I am. <laughs> hey, hey, that might be the best one. But, I mean, I think the only response is, don't nobody care who you are, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm, That's I'm fair. Out, I'm out here playing football. Don't nobody the care. The problem, though, Jay, he, he caught him jersey. with a quick one, with a quick bomb. Yeah. Like, he said, I don't know who you are. And Ward was like, yeah. And he's mic'd up. That's the problem. The problem is there. I mean, that comeback, you can't come back. But here's the real dilemma. who you are, the whole world. Aaron Rodgers truly did not know who he was. Like, I did not. That's what I'm saying. If you don't, if, if you say that to someone who you truly Which don't so know who they are, it's, it's so, so disrespectful. It's so disrespectful. So if there's a chance that they do know who you are and they're just saying, saying that, that correct. then you got to cook them. Correct. Yeah. Because then like, you got to cook them. The worst insult is the insult you truly mean. Yeah. Like, he really meant, I do not know <laughs> who you are. I don't have a flip card. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have a flip card. I didn't even study it. Because here, here's what y'all don't know at home. You could also say, you, you, you could also say, look, look, like, at, at home, where, at home where they you? give you a scouting report before the games. And before the games, they have the starting defensive uh, linemen, the starting cornerbacks, the starting linebackers, the starting safeties. It is your job to study the opponent. And it'll say 55, Jahad Ward, yeah. you know, number five, Kayvon Thibodeau. Aaron Rodgers is saying, not only did I not study yeah. for you, I don't care enough about who you are. Yeah. I mean, you could also say you about it's to find out. Yeah. That part. He should have said you about to find out, but he didn't find out. No. Rogers threw a touchdown pass and then exited the game. Well, I mean, yeah. don't nobody care. We out here playing football. Don't nobody care the name of your last name, man. Nobody care. But you gotta let it, you gotta get to a point where you don't have to introduce it's yourself. It's my favorite insult. But that's one of them right there when you walking by shaking people's hand, you gotta bump him again. Yeah. <laughs>
I'm walking past. I'm walking past there again. Bye. I'm bumping you again. Nobody cares who you are. Man, work until you don't have to get that. That's the worst thing that could ever happen to you. I don't know who you are. Anyway, we know who y'all are at home watching the show. We take y'all uh, seriously. When we return, we got a heated debate to settle. Wide receiver, defensive back. Which position is harder? It started on undisputed. We'll finish it on speak. That's next. It's time for our two-minute drill. Our friends over at Undisputed, they kicked up a pretty good conversation when Richard Sherman claimed that cornerback play is harder than wide receiver play. Well, Darius Slay, all-pro cornerback for the Philadelphia Eagles, he quote-tweeted and said, corner is way harder than wideout. Let's go to the wideout first. <laughs> um, the corners are right. As much as I want to be with the playmaker, man, listen here. Corners do everything that receivers do going backwards. Mm. Do, you, do you under that? That's basically playing. You're basically playing receiver going backwards. You got to get in and out of your break when the receiver get in and out of his break going backwards, right? You got to go up and try to catch a ball moving backwards, right? That's not thrown to you. So playing defensive back is way harder than playing the cornerback position. I am with the DBs on this as much as I love my guy, Michael Irvin. The DBs you got to be a decathlete. You got to do so many right things when you playing yeah. defense. You have to be a decathlete. It's, it's hard position. Yeah. I agree both of you. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I like arguing my guys, yeah. yo.